1: I had to move the camera to the other side since there's two in the studio. I moved the uh, camera shot over, and there they are. The threesome is back for the uh, the 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 three musketeers are here. It's uh, it's Friday of the morning show with Preston Scott, October the fourteenth. The trio of uh, Dallas Rogers, David Allen, and yours truly, Preston Scott. Well, I guess it's actually it's a foursome because we do have Chester, and Chester is out um he's been moving around this morning but he is right now just kind of staring at uh, at the camera just a little bit but uh, good morning welcome to friday great to have you with us this morning we have uh, uh, obviously it's friday which means what's to be friday comes up in the third and final hour of the program leon county sheriff walt mcneil will join us in studio next hour fsu not playing football this weekend we do not have a seminal pick and so Southern Seafood Market gets a week off before awarding yet another fifty dollars gift card. Can't wait to hear what your picks will be a week from today.
2: as Florida just, State
1: travels can, to Clemson? Can we just
2: have a pick'em contest anyway.
1: No, why? You going to give something? Uh, do what? You, I, that's what I thought. I, I'm so, sorry, what? Wait, you, I just did, you have a I like, did you say I, something's I coming? Did you say something's coming out Dallas. of my wallet? Uh, I want to put my wallet. George, uh, wait, is it? Who was the cheap one? Was it George Burns or Henny Youngman, or one of them was like known as being a cheapskate? What's was George it George Burns? No, wasn't George Burns. No, no, George no Burns? because he well, but he had the famous routine about splitting up resources uh, if they were to get a divorce. He and Gracie Allen it was hilarious. One of the funniest routines I've ever heard. But anyway, let's start where we need to start, and that is our six seventeen sixty three segment of the day. Hear me, you who know what is right. You people who have taken my instruction to heart, do not fear the reproach of mere mortals or be terrified by their insults. For the moth will eat them up like a garment. The worm will devour them like wool. But my righteousness will last forever, my salvation through all generations. That's Isaiah 51, 7 and 8. Don't supply your enemies fuel ammunition you know this is this is a a verse that i wish i could spend about 10 minutes explaining to our president because he does give ammunition to his enemies this is a verse that's perspective don't don't worry about insults and don't worry about critics Have trusted people around you. Listen, 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 listen. Have trusted people around you that you can take criticism from. But don't take it from outside that circle. Don't let those kind of darts and things just wear you out and run you down. But always have people, you know, one of the things that, you know, I told David when he and I first met as I said, look, you shoot straight with me because I'm my worst critic. I will always be more critical of myself than anyone will ever be of me. So I can take it. It's okay. And, and I've grown to trust David's heart and, and who he is and his place as my boss. And so, you know, the fact of the matter is we need people in our life, not just at work, but in our life that we can trust criticism. Hopefully it's your spouse. Hopefully you are best friends with your spouse and you and your spouse can can talk frankly and plainly and you can take those things that you need corrected and correct them. But this verse is saying don't let the outside noise distract you. Put yourself in a place where you don't have to worry about that stuff And, and that is a place where your heart is right and you're good before God. That's all that matters. Yeah. You only have 30 seconds left, and you've been having a really hard time
2: uh, hitting breaks on time these days. So,
1: Well, the truth of the matter is I've had a hard time hitting breaks for 18 years. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> just that's, that's, just <laughs> being honest and, and, and critical. Well, and I'm being honest, too. Straightforward. See, Straightforward. I'm, I'm, I'm more critical of myself. It's been 18 years, and I still haven't changed. It's The Morning Show with Preston Scott. His opinion.
3: He just happens to be right. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7, WFLA.
1: <laughs> I, uh, yeah, the Facebook sound thing, that was me. Um, <laughs> Already? Oh, yeah, we had, we had but, but what was great about it is that on the Facebook live feed, um, and it's not going to happen again today. The next time it could likely happen will be Monday. But on the Facebook live feed, we got Robert out there saying, "Hey, point of personal privilege." <laughs> that has become iconic. People using point of personal privilege due to that segment on the show several uh, weeks ago. Anyway, sorry about that. We got. By, by the
2: way, I want to say thank you for uh, for this.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
2: uh, I don't know, I guess this is an advertisement, a flyer for Dog Pond?
1: Yeah, show the, uh, you can show it to the camera up above you there. You know, put it up there. Yeah.
2: Ooh, Dallas has a longer reach. Yeah, you
1: just blacked it out. That's, you got, you got light, the light's not hitting it. It's a blackout now. You got to pull it away. You got to angle it back just a little bit. There you go. There you (laughs) go. There you go.
4: I can't see what you're seeing. I'm behind in here.
1: Yeah. uh, You're back. You're always behind anyway uh yeah went to dog pond kennels yesterday met lori glenn and their son travis that's and cool. um, i like that It just south of 50 acres of uh, when you drive onto the property have you ever you, you ever been to the animal kingdom at disney yeah you've done the safari tour yeah 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 you know when you come into the savannah when you're kind of elevated and you see the hills rolling right. in front of you that's exactly what you feel oh, nice. it's actually prettier though there's a very nice-looking dog, nice
2: looking dog on, on the front of this uh, flyer. I just always wonder, are hunting dogs thinking on, on their way back, you know, with the duck in their mouth, I wish I could eat this. I wish I could eat this.
1: <laughs> I wish I could eat this. Maybe. I don't know how often they're well, thinking. I guess they've it. been
2: trained not to
1: do that. Well, what I can tell you is that uh, two of their their master hunter dogs were there just goofing around. That was awesome to watch. But But funny with the whole thing was that they had, um, uh, a, a French bulldog huh? that thought he was one of the hunting dogs. <laughs> yeah. And so he's, I'd love he's, to see that. He's trailing the two black labs wherever they go, trying to grab hold of the, uh, the training. Uh, yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> and so, um, so, I love yeah. the way
2: they breathe or struggle to breathe. <laughs> this one,
1: though, is a mile a minute, man. And uh, But no, they showed me around. It was really a lot of fun. You can check it out on Facebook Live. We went live yesterday from there. And uh, the video is there. You'll have uh, Lori describe what they do and how they that do it. That was
2: yesterday in yep, history.
1: Yesterday in history. Today in history, high on a granite cliff in the Black Hills of South Dakota, Stand the massive carved images of four presidents who led the United States from colonial times into the 20th century. They are George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Theodore Roosevelt. Have you ever seen that in person? Never. Mount Rushmore?
4: No, I've never been to either of the Dakotas.
1: The first time you see it, you see it at a distance. You're you're driving this winding road, and then all of a sudden, way out there, it's small. You see those those white mountains just in, in in amongst all the trees. And it's, I mean, goosebump inspiring. It, j- yeah. it really is. At this
2: point, everybody knows that it really should be FDR, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, and Hillary, because she should have been the 45th president of the United States. She should have been.
1: You had to go there at 6.15 <laughs> in the morning, didn't you? just had to it was on this date in 1927 that the gigantic carving began Mount Rushmore pretty cool stuff also on this date Isaac Adams of Boston patents the motorized printing press that helps enable the mass publication of books in 1830 and it was on this date in 1993 Mogadishu Black Hawk Down 16 minutes after the hour when we come back the mother of all photo bombs and go to facebook live because i'm going to show you the photo and you're going to just you're you gotta see it facebook.com slash slash preston scott show it's friday on the morning show
2: FLA on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and
3: Sonos. Okay, good. That's sh- that should that should be good. And iHeart's radio station
1: 21 minutes after the hour. I was telling the guys before the show started. If you get a chance and you've never been to a FAMU football game first go uh obviously homecoming might not be the best time to go if you've never been but i would um when i worked for a local television sports station for a number of years i was always covering famu football as well as fsu whenever possible i'd be at famu and we we would get to park our live truck in the end zone it's a totally different environment and so we, I'd pop a lawn chair out, and I'd be sitting just past the end zone in a lawn chair watching the football game. It just doesn't get any better than that. It just doesn't. Strike, and,
2: strike, and strike again.
1: Uh, yeah. It, it was uh, the days of Billy Joe as football coach where they were making the playoffs and competing mm. for national championships. And Billy, of course, won a Super Bowl ring for the New York Jets uh, when Joe Namath was uh, was quarterback. There's a bug on my microphone.
4: Yeah, that's what I was just seeing, too.
1: He just keeps running around. I got him. <laughs> that's strange. It was a
4: spider.
2: <laughs> Sorry, we're...
1: Adam Schiff bugged you, huh? <laughs> that's just the beginning.
2: <laughs>
4: that's
1: That's what bugging is in our world. <laughs> An actual spider. I told you. I told you. Told me what? About the bugs. I had a spider climb in my board last week. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I told you. This Probably is a little the same dude. One. He just kept running. I mean, that's the okay, fastest now, little spider I've ever
2: seen in my life. Mine
1: wasn't a little guy. He, but he's, Maybe he
2: got some of my coffee. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, protein. Um, this is really – well, anyway, go to a FAMU game if you get the chance. If you get to go this weekend, tomorrow, to homecoming, go. Go, go, go. It is a wonderful experience. I love going to FAMU football games. It is a great atmosphere. You'll have a great time. And uh, so go go right after this. Hey, Willie Simmons has Willie Simmons has them playing very good football. I mean, I'm ignoring you now. You've now entered the world of (laughs) I'm just going to ignore you. Um, This is one of the most amazing photos I've ever seen. And if it were not from a noted wildlife photographer, I would think it was staged. But it's from a guy named Robert Hawthorne. And uh, he is a renowned photographer and now does photographic tours in Alaska. And this is at Katmai National Park where they have Kodiak brown bears. And uh, he's got his his camera out and he's taking a picture of these two guys fishing and the two guys fishing are staring at him oblivious to what is four feet away. And I'm just going to put the picture up and let the picture tell the story. It is it is a Kodiak bear four feet behind them, just staring. They were so into fishing. The photographer Hawthorne said they, they had no idea. They were staring at me taking a photo of them, and they didn't understand why. And there it is.
2: No, not there it is. There, it's not there yet we're waiting we have to wait like everybody else oh no
1: it's it's, facebook live it it should be there now i mean you should be that far behind oh oh okay now i thought Uh, no i I thought that they were in a boat no no
2: that's the picture i had in my mind they were in a boat
1: yeah he said everyone is writing saying what happened next yeah are they alive uh, nothing happened He said, the best that I can tell after being a photographer of wildlife for years, he said, first, there were no cubs, so there was not an issue there. Secondly, he said, my thought is the bear was more interested in if there was any fish on the other line. On the other end of yeah, their see, line. He was waiting. He was waiting, for, he was a waiting meal. for
2: them to catch, and then he would go, uh, I'll take that.
4: And if, me. You,
1: and if you look closely enough at the photo, the bears kind of looking almost like over their shoulder, like, what you got there? <laughs> <laughs> you know?
4: Anything at your end of the buffet, sir? Yeah,
1: so so nothing happened. Everything wow uneventful. But nah, what? No, nah, that one's too small. You could keep that one. That may be one of the single greatest photos that guy will ever take. Be-
2: how are you? How, how deep in thought are you into fishing that you don't hear a bear that size walk up behind you?
1: Well, okay. you don't hear a no, bear that don't. size. That's the thing. What do we, you mean you don't? Like you had it happen yeah, to you?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, you, two bears. yeah. When when we told a story a couple weeks ago about a guy who was walking a trail in Montana I believe it was where there've already been three grizzly attacks they believe by the same bear and so they were warned and so he he had his his gun out and you know you don't carry just any handgun for bear protection you got to carry a stout handgun and he said I got ambushed he said I knew I was looking I was prepared and I still got ambushed and now he survived everything, you know, there's happy endings to all of those bear attacks over these last few weeks. What again, what they think is the same bear. But um yeah, they're as big as they are, they're capable of uh, sneaking up on you. All right, we got big stories in the press box. Next on the morning show.
3: Morning show with Preston
1: Scott. What we've got here is failure to communicate on WFLA. 35, almost 36 minutes after the hour, the morning show with Preston Scott, Leon County Sheriff Walt McNeil in a half hour. Bill Zimfer with the Bill Folders segment. I'll be curious to see what he has for us this very day. What's the beef Friday and some good news before we say goodbye. But uh, first, the big stories in the press box. Woo! The president has sent a letter to Nancy Pelosi daring her, double dog daring her. To um, to, triple dog dare you. To hold a vote on impeachment. You're not going to get anything from me until you do. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy has sent a letter to Pelosi calling on her to suspend the impeachment inquiry until equitable rules and procedures are set up. Quoting, unfortunately, you've given no clear indication as to how your impeachment inquiry will proceed. Remember what I said to you. That Andy McCarthy, one of the bright thinkers in our country inside the Beltway, said that he believes that regardless of what Pelosi says publicly, that her decision to announce an impeachment inquiry changes nothing but grants her total control of the various committees. Now, let's go back to what Kevin McCarthy just wrote in his letter. You have given no clear indication as to how your impeachment inquiry will proceed. That is underscoring McCarthy's idea that this is nothing more than her way of controlling the process. And that she's going to be blustery publicly because that's what she has to be to satisfy the extreme membership of the Democrat Party. We'll see. Yeah, but she had lost control, basically, of the House to that far
2: left wing. Yeah, a, absolutely. A, you know, the squad. And this is kind of her way of saying, I'm in charge here. Or at least feeling like it for a
1: while. Well, the uh, leading Republican on the House Foreign Affairs Committee, uh, Representative Michael McCall cited House Rules 10 and 11. He said, until Congress members from both parties vote to create a special impeachment task force force to carry out proceedings, Adam Schiff has no jurisdiction. And so this is getting interesting. Ohio coroner says the opioid crisis not going away after 10 deaths in her county in just over one day due to fentanyl. I recognize that there is bogus fentanyl on the streets it's coming from china it's coming from uh, mexico it's coming through the cartels it's flooding the streets. People are buying this stuff. You have no it's one of the reasons why i'm gravely concerned over medications produced in China brought in through Canada into the United States. How do you know what's in this stuff but i still I look at this story and I go back to the decision. To sue the manufacturer of some of this stuff and and the manufacturer settling just saying okay we got to cut our losses and um, the pharmaceutical companies involved here I still don't see where it's their fault just like I don't see where cigarettes are the fault of the cigarette makers they say don't smoke these they're habit form they're addicting they can cause cancer um, there are disclosures on every single medication you pick up from a pharmacist every one now, if you obtain them illegally, if you're getting script from a doctor illegally outside of a pharmacist, etc., well, you're kind of on your own. But I'm still struggling with how this is the fault of the pharmaceutical companies. And then there's a story here on Beto O'Rourke that I have to get to. It is too funny. That's next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott.
3: Traffic and weather every 10 minutes. It's the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7, WFLA.
1: 41 minutes after the hour of the morning show. My Minnesota Twins playing the New York Yankees tonight in game one of the ALDS. And uh, cannot wait. Cannot wait. No idea what's going to happen. I'm just thrilled to have my baseball team be relevant. It's fun. Uh, I will say this. When the Twins get in the playoffs, they tend to do really well, uh, or they're, they're just they're out, but they usually do really well. They just don't make many appearances, but when they do, they do really well. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. This is too good. I This is in the big story pile before I get on to other things what beto o'rourke does to try to be relevant is so funny to me first outlandish foolish statements um i invited him on the show his press secretary actually indicated some willingness i think then they did a little research and probably realized that you know he might not be received favorably although i would receive him very favorably i I don't know that he would be adult enough to do it without profanity. I mean, I've managed to only have to run one phone call in 4,120 shows. I've had to run one phone call. One. Because of profanity. One. But I, I, it seems as Beto would have problems with that because he drops bombs everywhere he goes. I guess he thinks that's cool. I don't know.
4: Or maybe he just has no willpower.
1: Well, it, it could be. but you remember the story of him in Vanity Fair. I think it was Vanity Fair. I, I could be mistaken on the, the the details of this, but there was a story of him getting his hair cut, getting his ear hair trimmed and all that. and it was <laughs> it was a story. Then there was video of him at his hygienist getting his teeth cleaned. All of these kind of, I guess he's showing that he, has his teeth cleaned and gets his hair cut. I don't know. Well, his latest one has turned so funny. He showed himself getting a flu shot. In the video clip, I'm not making this up. This is from the news story. O'Rourke takes a deep breath and closes his eyes before receiving the vaccination. And then in a hushed tone says,
0: that's it. (laughs) This is a guy. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over one hundred and fifty thousand Americans already trust Patriot power generators. Go right now to forpatriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to forpatriots.com slash On the right. That's For Patriots, the number 4, patriots.com, slash on the right. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: Lucky?
1: And he's got to close his eyes and take a deep breath to get a flu shot. But the best came in the Twitter world. After this comes out, here's Jason. He writes, "At least he's walking the walk and showing he's not in possession of any guns of any kind." Because <laughs> they showed his biceps or lack thereof. He didn't have any. Uh, and then and then he and then he wrote underneath that, "How are you from Texas?" But the best, the best tweet of all is, Tom wrote, I see Beto's guns were already <laughs> confiscated. <laughs> Amy wrote in, to be honest, this is a bigger mistake than debuting in Vanity Fair. Oh, Beto. My gosh. Crazy <laughs> stuff. All right, I got my stack here. And this is... These are just stories that I've been holding on to that I just, because I didn't get to them, but I thought were worth mentioning. Um, Under President Trump, with the ending of support from the White House, no echo chamber from the White House on Black Lives Matter. Remember how Barack Obama was the echo chamber for all that nonsense, the lies of Michael Brown and so forth? Even when a federal investigation headed up by Eric Holder found that, no, the police officer, in fact, did act appropriately. It was not his responsibility. It was the responsibility of Michael Brown for losing his life. Um, FBI data shows that uh, under President Trump, more than 1,000 lives have been saved by slightly reversing the crime trend that had been escalating under Barack Obama. Another thing you can credit to uh, Donald Trump. I'm going to get more on this story because there's more next on The Morning Show.
3: Morning, Joe, with Preston Scott. I am the father. On News Radio
1: 100.7 WFLA. Chester in Studio One C. Dallas Rogers in Studio One A. I'm here in Studio One B, and David Allen is in his office. Just letting you know where everybody is. Roll call taken. <laughs> And if you're going to be late, bring a note. It's the uh, it's the morning show. Good morning. Sheriff Walt McNeil in just a little bit. He will join us. I want to go back to that story. We're not addressing the real root of, of criminal problems in our country, especially gun violence, because the overwhelming majority of problems is black on black crime. And I'm shocked that that Democrats are just totally unwilling to say those words. They're just incapable, apparently, of saying those words. Inside the latest crime numbers, FBI data showing that the murder rate dropped by 6.8% from 2017 to 2018. And, of course, 2017 is when Barack Obama left office, the January of 2017. We sometimes forget that. And uh, if you combine the reduction in murders in the uh, balance of 2017 and 2018, it adds up to roughly 1,318 Americans who did not die based on just percentages. And obviously, you know, there there are all kinds of variables there. But crime expert Heather McDonald blamed the extra dead that was taking place under the Obama years on uh, the Black Lives Matter campaign. And I would add the attacks on guns. There's a a number out there now, and I'll get to it next week, showing how the crime rate is continuing to drop as people are arming themselves more because of concerns over what Congress might do if a Democrat took over the White House. Gun sales are exploding. I mean, they're just... They're off the charts. Because of concerns of the federal government saying, I don't care about the Second Amendment. And by the time it gets to the U.S. Supreme Court, a lot of damage can be done. But um, McDonald said, and I'm, I'm quoting a report, the strong version of what I have called the Ferguson effect, a drop in proactive policing leading to rising crime, is the only explanation for the crime increase that matches the data. And again, this is prior to Donald Trump taking office. The country is just elected. She's writing this as the president has uh, taken office. Has just elected a new president who understands the false narrative about the police has led to the breakdown of law and order in inner cities. If The crime situation improves in the coming year. It will be because Black Lives Matter no longer will have an echo chamber in the White House. And because cops on the beat believe that they will now be supported for trying to restore order. Or informal social control has broken down. Ditto. You know, one of, the, one of the things that a lot of people are shocked by is that historically, year after year, more whites are killed by police than blacks. And the number is almost two to one but that that narrative can't be right because we don't hear that narrative so obviously that's got to be wrong except that's what the statistics show it just is what it is you know it just it's so interesting to me how you know i talked yesterday about the mayor of san francisco having to write a note with the city administrator to the nra saying okay yeah we declared you guys a terrorist organization but our declaration has no impact and you can in fact do business with city you know businesses and all that they had to they had to write a three-page memo to avoid losing in court because they had been sued they were sued within one week of them announcing that the nra was a terrorist organization which suggests that any one of us who's a member of the nra is by extension a terrorist and so their actions were, in fact, unconstitutional. They knew that in court they would get absolutely hammered. And so, as a result, they um, they penned an apology without saying they were sorry. They basically had to, you know, with tail between their legs, say, "Well, yeah, you know." That is, yeah. But what I'm curious about, and I wrote the mayor of I wrote the mayor of San Francisco this week. And I asked uh, the mayor, I I think it's London Breed. I said, uh, Mayor, have you ever been concerned about the murder rate of black on black? Have you ever addressed where crime really originates as opposed to this nonsense? Because she declared thousands die because of the NRA every year. That's an insanely stupid statement. All right, when we come back, speaking of talking about crime and policing and so forth, Sheriff Walt McNeil next on The Morning Show. Here we go. Five minutes after the hour, hour number two of The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Dallas Rogers over there at Studio 1A. David Allen wandering the halls. Chester in Studio 1C over there. I'm here in Studio 1B and joining me... In Studio 1B is the Sheriff of Leon County, Sheriff Walt McNeil. Sheriff, good to see you.
5: Oh, my pleasure, Preston. Good to be back.
1: We are, uh, we are going to have Sheriff McNeil on the first Friday of every month and uh, really looking forward to being able to stay in touch with him and kind of stay ahead of the curve as best we can in keeping people informed on what's going on. The last time you and I talked, Sheriff, you were basically unveiling the all-in Leon plan. Yes. So you're a few months in, uh, maybe two months in on this initiative. First, remind our listeners what All In Leon is really all about.
5: Well, it first starts with the premise that it's going to take all of us in our community working together. uh, Understanding, one, that law enforcement, all of our law enforcement partners, TPD, the LCSO, our federal and state partners, all have to have the same game plan if we're going to be successful in fighting this crime problem. Not only that, but it requires our citizens to be engaged where they can. And, you know, we have the 9 o'clock at night locket. Uh, We have a number of uh, cars that are broken into across our community. We realize, too, that our crime rate increases. You know, we've got the shootings, and we're working on those, and and those are sometimes uh, horrific in our community and and don't want to downplay that at all. But when we start talking about the overall crime rate in our community, that's fueled primarily by thefts and break-ins in our community. And the citizens can help with that immensely, Yeah, Uh, just simply doing the thing that we do. We have this thing at 9 o'clock, lock your doors, lock your cars. Uh, That's been fairly successful in terms of getting some of the crime down, in addition to what we're doing in terms of law enforcement, working together, looking at those what we call – Horrific offenders, repeat offenders. Uh, the Tallahassee Police Department, Leon County Sheriff's Office, uh, Wakala. Uh, we've got all our sheriffs around our region working with us in terms of trying to get those folks off the street. So we're having significant success the other piece of that, Preston, that we, we realize is that, uh, as I said to you on the, on the previous show, there are some 2,000 persons coming back in our community from prison. Uh, and they also are potential to have an impact in terms of our crime if they go what I'd call unabated back in our community and return to a life of crime. So we have focused on, as a part of our all in Leon, trying to do everything we can partnering with our social service organizations in our community to see if we can have interventions with those folks who come back in our community from prison and uh, get them on the right track i always say it this way when i try to sit down and meet with those folks is that you have two choices in in our community either you can come back and be a a vibrant contributing citizen but if you decide to go back to life of crime we're going to go after you we're gonna we will put you on that horrific uh criminal list habitual criminal list and we're going to go after you to make sure that you're not committing crimes in our community
1: what well, was it sheriff joe arpaio once said about the uh you know he he was known for not having the best conditions in the prison in the jails and so forth in maricopa county arizona and he said if you don't like the accommodations don't come, <laughs> don't back. come back and that's i mean th- yes, that's sir. really what we're talking about but in that regard Businesses have to be willing to open their doors and find ways. Now, not every business is a good fit for bringing someone that's been in prison to work. Not every line of work allows for that. But I have to believe that we need a little bit more than what we can offer right now. Because as I point out, you know, I mentor a young man and we've talked about that. The reality is, is, you know, these men and women that are coming out of prison,
0: if they don't have Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot power generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right
1: they'll go back to what they know, and what they know is going to land them back in jail.
5: Absolutely, and, and I am really buoyed up, uh, Preston, in that regard. There are a number of citizens and business people out there who are joining our efforts. Good. Uh, we're having, some, I think, some success in that regard.
1: We're going to keep talking. Sheriff Walt McNeil with me for the half hour. It's the Morning Show with Preston Scott. Ten minutes past the hour. We come back. We're going to pick up kind of right there. We're going to talk a little bit more about this all-in Leon and uh, and gun responsibility, that's kind of the way I would term it. You've got to make sure that you pay attention to where your firearm is at all times and don't leave it in your car. We're going to talk more about that as well as a Worship With Me program that caught my eye. That's next on The Morning Show after a quick check of weather and traffic. Good morning Show with Preston Scott.
3: I'm going to make him an offer again with you. On News Radio 100.7 WFLA.
1: 11 minutes after the hour, back with you, Leon County Sheriff Walt McDeal with me in studio, and we're talking about uh, all things related to safety, keeping our community moving in the right direction with regard to crime rate, and uh, I guess, you know, it's funny, there's, there is the crime rate issue that we all know about, but yet... This is still a fairly safe community. It's it's kind of a strange thing that we have here.
5: Yes, uh, we, we have a tremendously safe community. Uh, and at the same time, we have a problem with crime. And as I said before, most of that crime is driven by thefts, petty thefts, uh, uh, shoplifting, which aren't things that are going to, to impact us as individuals. We have then something on a magnitude of about... I think at the end of the year we'll have like twenty murders that took place and Television Democrats have been doing a good job of following all the shootings that take place. And and I think at the end of the year we'll have like sixty shootings. That's uh and they're counting all kind of shootings. Sure. Not when a person's dead, but if you just fire a a gun and we respond to it, that's that's one of those shootings. So the coverage is intense, mm-hmm. uh intensified. Uh but at the same time, I think you're right. Uh, if we can get the, the, those uh, thefts, the burglaries, uh, the shoplifting, which contribute to our crime, we get those down in addition to getting those, that violence off the streets we'll be back to what i would call a normal kind of uh, statistical analysis that makes our crime look more than it is but for the most part we're a safe community
1: well leon county's crime numbers are below the state average the state numbers are really good and so we have a few pockets inside the city that are driving the violent crime numbers yes um one of the things i wanted to just touch on one just a little bit deeper sheriff is the people that have guns that have Uh, have them in their cars they conceal carry they place them in their uh, glove box or in their console you can't forget about them because that's the big problem now is people are breaking in i did a story in our newscast last week about an arrest in quincy there was a concern of there being a shooting quincy police got tipped one of the guns that they confiscated was stolen in tallahassee absolutely and so that's what you deal with all the time so the message is take care of your guns
5: absolutely the, the bad guys don't go to the uh, dealers the the, the, <laughs> the sellers and yeah. purchase guns they wait and let us get the guns and then they go to our homes and our cars and they steal them and that's why we're again saying uh lock your cars we i can't emphasize that enough lock your home lock your cars and you will help us drive crime down in our community the other piece of that is we recognize that some of these folks coming back from prison who have felony crimes and felony records in our community are also out there stealing guns and and, and then committing crimes. So we are going after those folks heavily. We've created in our all-in initiative something called Ceasefire. I sat down with Marion Hammer, and we kind of had a discussion about making sure that this does not send a message about taking guns away from law abiding citizens that's the farthest thing that we want to do it's about people it's about those folks who are involved in crime who are stealing guns and then using those guns in the commission of crimes and we are trying to get those guns off the street we have a what we call a thousand dollar bounty to any family member or any person in our community who will give us information about that person who they know to be a felon who has a weapon and we'll then go and get that person, arrest them. And if we are successful in the prosecution, they'll get $1,000. Now, we're asking businesses in, in our community to, to help by contributing to that ceasefire initiative. And that's another way that we can get those guns off the street that shouldn't be in the hands of those people who are involved in crime.
1: It, it, and it's important to point out, folks, this initiative, the opportunity of, you know, it's like, Someone will turn in their friend for a 1000 bucks if they know they're not supposed to have a gun. Right. That's the bottom line. It works in other communities. It does. This has worked. Yes. So, uh, again, reach out to the sheriff's office. If you're a business out there, this is going to help keep your insurance premiums down, folks. And more <laughs> importantly, your workers and customers safer. Uh, we're going to continue. Sheriff Walt McNeil with me for one more segment. We'll pick up right there and talk about a program called Worship With Me. When I saw it, I was like, What? talk about that next on the morning show
3: ufla on your phone with the iheart radio app and on hundreds of devices like alexa google home xbox and sonos now
2: that's crazy
3: and iheart's radio station
1: back one more segment time flies when you're having fun uh sheriff walt mcneil with me This morning in studio, and this time goes by way too fast, but we're going to be having the sheriff in once a month just to kind of get an update, get a pulse of what's going on in our community, because reading the news is really, I mean, I appreciate that the news is out there and that it's getting covered, but, you know, I had two brothers in law enforcement. That's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more. Yeah. No, no question. And with All In Leon, when uh, your public information officer, who has been a longtime friend of mine uh, uh, and a detective with uh, Leon County Sheriff's, David Teams, told me about the uh, Worship With Me. I went, wait, what? What What is this program now and what's the basis for it?
5: Well, uh, Worship With Me, quite honestly, I have uh, great hopes for uh, one of the components of our crime issue are children. Absolutely. Our, our kids that are involved. In, and they live in families sometimes that uh, uh, don't have the means and that sort of thing. And what we learned was we did some research. We looked at some other communities across the country. And what we found was that if uh, given the opportunity, if we can get uh, children and uh, families that are not engaged with any type of religion whatsoever, uh, and we're not talking. I'm a Christian, but this isn't Christian based. This is faith anything, based. It's faith based. Okay. So uh, what we're doing is through the uh, Department of Juvenile Justice, we have a an, a an initiative called Back on Track, where they give us kids who are having problems. We send them through a an orientation with our deputies, and they have a candid conversation uh, where we they, we, we each script down to our humanity, the deputy and that child and we have a conversation about who we are that uh, as deputies and as as young children we all are are the same and we have that kind of interaction we we have a, a dinner with that child on that particular night and then we ask the parents do you want to continue this and the way that you can continue this with us is we have an initiative called worship with me and we'd like you to go and meet with one of the churches or our synagogues or whatever we have in our community that has volunteered to be a part of our Worship Me initiative. And we then connect that child and that family to that uh, faith organization. And we, all we ask that faith organization to do is to have two uh, opportunities for that family to go to their faith-based uh, worship service. And what we found is that if we are successful in doing that, we find that 50% of those interactions turn into ongoing interactions. And that uh, and another, about 60, 70% of those children don't become involved in continuous crime. And that's what we're after. We're trying to change not only that child, but that family as well. And we saw this uh, in Erie, Pennsylvania. They've, they've done it, fairly successful. And we're trying it here. Now, uh, we, we we have right now about seven churches that have volunteered at that time to be a part of this initiative. Uh, we hope to grow that to about 100 churches in our community.
1: Because you need them in every part of town.
5: Every part of town. And, and again, I, I, I should say faith-based organizations, not right. churches. I, Since I'm a Christian, I bet eh, It's a default, yeah, m-
1: default mindset. I understand. Right.
5: But, uh, and we're, we think we're going to have success with it right now, the seven uh faith-based organizations we're working with are having mixed success Uh, they've had some uh, in some instances they go to the house and the child uh, and the parent didn't coordinate and they didn't know they were coming and that sort of thing but we worked through it and they've worked through it and uh, so we are very optimistic again that that's going to have some return in our community and again we're asking churches to come
1: and engage with us there are just so many deputies There are just so many people in your department. Is Tallahassee Police willing to work with you on this stuff? Are they willing to put their officers out there and and, uh, expose them to the possibility of being involved in a program like this one?
5: well it, it's it 's sort of a mixed uh, uh, involvement uh, with the uh, with the police department we as you know we have the uh, uh, right now we have a, the cancer uh, uh, breast cancer awareness month we have the uh, patrol scroll and historically, the police department did not want to participate in that, but that 's now changed. And uh, we've had some other initiatives that we've had that uh, some they participate in, some they won't, and I understand uh, to some d- degree. But I'm very hopeful we we have a uh, hopefully a new police chief uh, that will be hired here in the next uh, few months. I hope, and uh, and I'm very
1: optimistic that uh, well, just that- multiplication. I mean, you just you got more bodies, you got more possibility points of contact to more people in the community, right? Because that's all that matters.
5: That's absolutely
1: you know, right. it's. Uh, I think someone once said, if you don't care who gets the credit, good things get done.
5: That's absolutely right. Preston, yeah. Absolutely correct. Sheriff, thanks
1: for coming in. My pleasure. Absolutely. A lot I, of fun. I, I'm
5: looking forward to the next time. Yep. We'll do it
1: again <laughs> next month. Sheriff Walt McNeil with us. And uh, again, first Friday of each month, the sheriff will be kind enough to make some time for us. We'll just get caught up on things. If you have questions, you can send them to me, Preston at iHeartRadio.com. We've got uh, a check of weather, traffic, and news when we come back. Bill Zimfer can't wait to hear what he's got in the bill folder next on The Morning Show. Someone has to say it.
0: Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right.
2: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
3: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost
2: track of time. <gasps>
3: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest
1: registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: The Morning Show, with Preston Scott, on News Radio 100.7, WFLA.
4: <laughs>
1: going nuts fist pumping in the air bill 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 Bill. i'm in my twins jersey bill my Harmon killabrew twins jersey twins Uh, taking on the yankees today how about you what what, what's today going to be all about in the bill folder segment
6: well preston uh, you know there was something that caught my interest this week and (laughs) i can't wait (laughs) i can't wait uh, yeah you may have seen this story this week and uh... certainly uh, piqued my interest and got me looking into this that this story said that nasa is close to making a groundbreaking announcement and this came from nasa's planetary science division director and he says this announcement will be revolutionary as he says on the level of copernicus determination that it was the earth traveling around the sun and not vice versa. Uh, And and he added that we may not be prepared for what we hear. Mm. Well, yeah, Preston, I have have done some research here using using all of the resources available to me, Mm -hmm. which admittedly are few, but uh, I have uncovered some information, which is as yet unconfirmed and may never be confirmed, but nonetheless...
1: Please promise me there's not going to be a mention of Area 51.
6: No, 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 (laughs) come on now. There is is information (laughs) that this announcement will concern life on Mars. Oh, no. And the discovery using the Mars rover. Now, there are images that we get back from the Mars rover that uh, we see every now and then. And there are images that could show not only past life on Mars, but could indicate time travel. Now, I personally have analyzed some very fuzzy images sent back from the rover, and there are two images of particular interest. One of them seems to be about the size of a bumper sticker, right? And if you zoom way in on this thing, and it's very tough to make out, but to me, it looks like it contains the words, Dukakis for president. Another. (laughs) Another. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Hello>? <laughs> there is one other uh, image that also caught my attention. It seems to look like a newspaper headline, and which, again, it's very tough to see. But my analysis seems to show that this headline reads, Browns win Super Bowl. So you, you, you heard it here first, Preston. And this is something that, uh, you know, we're waiting to hear more from NASA on this. But uh, certainly, this is going to be groundbreaking.
1: (laughs) I think it already is. (laughs) I think it it already is. Absolutely. Bill, you've outdone yourself.
6: Oh, I'm I'm exhausted. Can I go home now?
1: (laughs) I guess you are. (laughs) Oh, man. So, uh... So life on Mars, huh? The Mars well, Rover.
6: Uh, this is what uh this you well, know, this is what the indications are. We'll so see. the
1: Transformer movies were right after all.
6: I guess so. Could be. I uh, they were fact. Thank you, Bill. All right, Preston. Have, have, a, have a good weekend.
1: Have a good weekend. I appreciate the phone call. <laughs> Michael Dukakis for president. Of all the things to pull out of the closet my gosh that's funny i absolutely love those segments i haven't heard the name dukakis in a long time in some in some settings that'll get you slapped yeah. i mean to just say his name good pull bill oh good my. pull good job <laughs> good job Oh, my. In 1998, Dems called the push to impeach Clinton a coup. They don't like it when they gets turned around the other way, do they? Big stories in the press box. Speaking of coups, next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. William writing the morning show said it would be nice if someone would investigate what the salaries of the other board members of Burisma were compared to Hunter Biden to see if someone more qualified was paid the same or less then he signed it bullshit <laughs> You don't know, uh, Hunter Biden made an unseemly amount of money for uh, working for a company, serving on a board of a company, and he had no knowledge. None. None. It was an absolute bribe. Same thing happened in China, where he was paid perhaps even more. Uh, All of it documented by Peter Schweitzer in uh, one of his books, and that he uh, talked about on the radio program uh, last week, I believe it was. Big stories in the press box. No shortage of them. Kevin McCarthy has called on Nancy Pelosi to suspend impeachment inquiry. Accuses her of recklessness. He says, unfortunately, you've given no clear indication as to how your impeachment inquiry will proceed. What's interesting about that line is that line actually supports the line of thinking of Andrew McCarthy. Andy McCarthy wrote a piece and appeared on a lot of the the programs on Fox and so forth talking about it. He believed that what Pelosi did was actually a really shrewd move on her part to stop the impeachment inquiry. Because once the speaker announces a formal inquiry, until there's a vote, nothing changes save this. All the committees now are completely underneath her control. The whole process becomes controlled by her. She has long believed that going forward with impeachment was not in the best interest of Democrats running for re-election in Trump's strong congressional districts. And so um, this will be interesting because the statement of uh, Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader in the House, would seem to support the idea that Pelosi had an ulterior motive for doing it. Now, I don't know that. What I do know that according to House Rules 10 and 11, Adam Schiff doesn't have any authority to do what he's doing. None. But he's not being called back. At least not yet, so we'll see. An Ohio coroner dealing with 10 deaths in her county in just over one twenty-four hour window due to fentanyl. Opioids. 10 deaths in 26 hours. Now, this story has a lot of different little... I guess, you know, dog trails. One, the illegal influx of these kind of drugs from China through the cartels into the United States. Obviously, we have a problem at our southern border, and it's enhancing this issue because a lot of these drugs are illegal. But another trail here that I've talked about before, I am very concerned that pharmaceutical companies are being hammered over a drug that has a disclaimer. I don't care what the medicine is that you get at the pharmacy. First of all, if you don't get it at the pharmacy from an appropriate prescription, that's on you. Sorry, I just don't have sympathy for you. You start getting drugs off the street or from an unscrupulous doctor, That's on you. You know what you're doing. But there's not a medication given by a pharmacist without a lengthy, multiple-page list of side effects, warnings, disclosures, disclaimers. And you have to sign that you have no questions for the pharmacist, and you get it when you pick up that medicine. I'm struggling with holding pharmaceutical companies responsible for this. That's just me. And Beto O'Rourke, facing mockery after posting a video of him getting a flu shot, he had to take a deep breath, close his eyes, roll up his sleeve, which prompted people to say, I see Beto's guns have already been confiscated. Oh-ho! Ho! It's the Morning Show with Preston Scott. Dallas Rogers in Studio 1A. I'm here in Studio 1B. I'm Preston Scott. Chester, the morning show mascot, is in Studio 1C. And David Allen's wandering the hallways. Great to be with you on Friday, October the 4th. What's the Be Friday comes up in just a few minutes. And in a little while, we'll open up the phone lines and take your calls. You can get ready. What's the be Friday allows you to complain about anything you want. Let me—I shared this with uh, Sheriff Walt McNeil and with Dallas in a break back in the last half hour. Once again, the uh, this from the Washington Standard: the land of fruit and nuts. Criminals have outsmarted lawmakers in California in 2014. California passed Proposition 47 which made theft of property valued at less than $950 a misdemeanor. The previous threshold was $450. Well, guess how that's working out. From CBS Sacramento, CBS 13, you've likely seen the videos on social media or the local news, groups of people rushing into a store grabbing armfuls of merchandise, The brazen crimes are on the rise, and CBS 13 has learned, in many cases, the crooks get away from authorities. After searching police reports and arrest records, CBS 13 found that while the rate of these grab-and-dash crimes is on the rise, the rate of arrest is down. We turn to law enforcement and the retail industry for answers. Both blame a California law intended to make neighborhoods safe. The uh, police department uh, lieutenant explained that crimes have evolved into more than just shoplifting. It's organized retail theft. He said it's happening across the state. Cities with outlets and shopping centers near major freeways tend to be the target of these organized retail crime rings. They know the law, Donaldson said. One of the first things they ask us is, can I just get a ticket so I can be on my way? Suspects know theft under $950 is now a misdemeanor, meaning most get a written citation, a court date, and are released. What do they say about the pathway of good intentions? Uh-huh. The pathway to hell is paved with good intentions. It, it's just, it's, it's hilarious. California, once again. And so these people know exactly, they case these places. They know how much everything is, and they've done the math. They know that if they grab this, 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 and this, it's going to be below 950 bucks. That's what they steal. And they go in at one time. I, you, I don't know if you've seen the flash mob videos. They rush a store, and they know that in many stores, the associates are told, don't confront anybody stand back they know it and it's done
4: you've got to be kidding me there's a silver lining to this though what's that the criminals are being taught math
1: (laughs) oh man Uh, it's bad
4: we're getting math in school somehow one way or the other
1: yeah or yeah yeah, exactly or uh, homeschooling that's for sure um this one, though, is really, if I were calling today, this would be my what's the beef. This would be my phone call. You know Demario Davis of the New Orleans Saints? Most of you don't. He's a linebacker. He's a very good linebacker. He is one of the leading tacklers in the NFL every year. He's on pace to do that yet again. This past weekend, they beat Dallas 12-10, to and when he took his helmet off on the sideline, he had a bandana on. And he dared to have a bandana that said, man of God. The NFL fined him $7,000 because it's a violation of the uniform policy. So what I want you to get your mind around is this. Here's a guy, one of the most outspoken about his faith in all the NFL, which immediately makes him a guy I'm going to root for. He has a banner that says man of God that he wears. You can't see it when he's on the field, but when he takes it off, you saw it on the sideline if he happened to be on camera. Talks about Jesus. He's just, he loves God. The NFL finds him, but they do nothing to people that kneel for the national anthem. He said, I've been put in a very difficult situation. Should I continue to wear it? because of the messaging, or do I follow the rule? Which would bring ultimate glory to God? And so he's going to follow the rule, and he's asking his fans to get the bandana and to wear it so that a bunch of people in New Orleans are wearing that thing every game. He said, that'll get the message out. I'm good with that. But just think of it. Kneel for the National Anthem? No problem. Wear Man of God on your forehead on the sideline?
3: Something stuck in your craw. I am sick and tired. Time to get it out before you fly off the handle. Stuff like that really rubs me the wrong way. Before you hit the roof. you are getting both barrels. Call 850-205-9352.
0: I have been having
1: a very bad day. So, what's the beef? Two lines are open. 850-205-9352. 850-205-9352. You can complain about anything you like. Just don't use profanity. Don't make it personal. You can even do what this woman did at Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's town hall meeting.
0: Climate crisis. We only have a few months left. I love that you support the Green Deal, but it's not getting, you know, getting rid of fossil fuel is not going to solve the problem fast enough. A Swedish professor saying, you know, we can eat dead people, but that's not fast enough. So I think your next uh, campaign slogan has to be this. We got to start eating babies.
1: Yeah. Yes, we need to. She she went on. She's wearing a T-shirt. She's imploring the crowd. We need to start eating babies. It's not enough. This is someone at the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez town hall meeting that loves AOC. We've got to start eating babies. Oh, my gosh. 850 205 850 205 We are going to the phone lines as we speak, and we are joined by Roger. Roger, thanks very much for calling in this morning. What's the beef?
7: Well, um, it has to do with the so-called um, impeachment inquiry. Mm-hmm. My my recommendation is that if they want to fabricate something, why don't they take up a different line of working, such as writing novels and short stories? They might be better suited for
1: that. Thank you very much, Roger. I don't uh, I don't disagree. It's kind of unfolding like a Greek tragedy, to be honest with you, but. Uh... That frees up a line, 850 205 Let's go to John. Good morning, John. How are you? What's the beef?
7: Good morning, Preston. Uh, he, him, point of preference. <laughs> I'm giving you jazzy hands because I like your show so much and everything. But, uh, no, Chris Wallace uh, is getting on my nerves because he's participating in the daily colonoscopy of our president since he was, even, even from the debates. Uh, when he asked about uh, would you concede the election, I think back then he knew there was something else. But anyway, he runs down the president, yet he interviews Robert Kennedy's daughter. And then the Kennedy family, in my personal opinion, which I highly respect, is as corrupt as any other political family we've ever had in this country, behind the Clintons and the Bushes.
1: Feel better? But he warms
7: up. I do.
1: That's why we do this. See, thank you, John. See, John just participated in the audio therapy. Simple as that. Let's go to Andy, who's standing by. Hello, Andy.
6: Hey, good morning, Preston. First <clears throat> first time calling, long-time listener.
1: Thanks very much for calling in and being part of the family. What's the beef?
6: Well, I'm tired of uh, Tallahassee being first all the time.
1: <laughs> being
6: first in crime, first in drunkenness. It's actually... it's it's starting to starting to wear on my uh my soul a little
1: bit it it does grind a little doesn't it yes it does absolutely. I, I will say this the sheriff's working hard he's got to get a partner with the police department though and i know individual police officers are working hard but honest and truly i don't know that police is really the issue with our crime it's it's people and uh oh, absolutely and so uh yeah it's frustrating uh, but but tallahassee needs to get on some other list don't they it do, a- doesn't it
6: Yes, it does. It does,
1: absolutely. Hey, Andy, thanks very much. I hope you feel better. We have uh, we have two lines open. Gary, Rob, Rob, you're first. Then we go to Gary. What about you? 850-205-9352. It's 850-205-9352. What's the beef Friday? Time to check weather and traffic next, 10 minutes after the hour, on The Morning Show with Preston Scott
3: it's bothering you it's bothering
1: us you feel better Feel a
5: lot better
3: see we've
1: we've accomplished our purpose what's the beef back to your phone calls what do you want to complain about we're here to help you will have a, a better night a better weekend if whatever it is that's pent up inside of you gets out and then, if you still need help, I'm preaching this weekend at a church here in town. You can uh, <laughs> you can come to Red Hills Church on Sunday at ten. Let's go to Rob, who's standing by. Hello, Rob. Thanks for calling in. What's the beef, David Allen? What? Wait, wait. What did David, David Allen David, do?
7: David Allen is my beef. Um, he didn't call. It's, it's my birthday, and uh, I told him uh, like a cake
6: or something. That amazing relationship he has with Casey Pacer, he got me nothing. And uh, I just, I, I listen to you every day. I watch him in his goofy dancing and his horrible guitar solos, and, and this is what I get on my birthday. I'm just, it hurts.
7: And I just want him to know that.
1: He's standing right here. Dave?
2: I, uh, <laughs> Rob, actually, I did get you uh, something for your birthday. It's an eye for talent. Because apparently you don't have one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks for and calling, I Rob.
6: I, did you get that.
1: <laughs> I appreciate the phone call. Let's go to Gary standing by. Hello, Gary. Hello. What's the beef?
7: Um,
6: I recently, well, last year, decided to buy a veteran's tag for my vehicle. Okay. Since I'm a veteran.
1: Thank you for your service to our country. And,
6: uh, oh, um. Thank you. Um, They, you know, they charged me like 50 extra dollars to have that on my tag. And I feel like if I went and served my country, you know, risked my life, the least they could do is let me pay a regular price for a tag that has that on it. I I, I just think it's ridiculous.
1: I think the extra money goes to a specific veterans charity or organization. I'm I'm pretty Um, sure about that. Every, every one,
6: all of the, I think it ought to go to my
1: charity. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. Um, and I understand what you're saying, but just, and, and it may not change your, your, your complaint at all, uh, Gary, but every specialty license plate has to go through a process. And that process involves being part of an organization that has support by X number of people signing on to it. And then the funds, go to that particular cause or that organization so if if nothing else maybe look into where that money goes and maybe you'll feel a little bit better about it i don't know
6: yeah uh, i i guess so I, I just you know it just rubs me the wrong way
0: no i hear you and and
2: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Again, thank you, Gary. I appreciate your service to our country very, very much. And uh, I hope at least you feel better getting uh, getting that said. Let's go to Chris. Hi, Chris.
6: Hey, good morning.
1: Struggling at the traffic lights, are we?
6: Yeah. My beef is why do people stop two to three car lengths back when they get at the intersection? Drives me up a wall. What's the reason
0: for
1: it? It's funny. I've noticed the same thing. It's it, it, They put like a space of of multiple cars between them and the car in front of them, right?
6: Right. I think the only thing I can come up with, they're trying to hurry up and stop so they can get back on their phone.
1: Well, you know what? I think you're right. I think there's that. I think every now and then I think some people are overly concerned about someone with a manual transmission drifting back into them. But I think you're on the money. I think it's the texting thing. People stop and they don't pay attention to the cars being pulled up. And I'll tell you the problem with that is it will block an intersection at some point because cars aren't sucking up close to each other.
6: Yeah, and if people can't get in the turning lane because there's only two in a, a long I, turning
4: lane.
1: Well said, sir. I hope the uh, the traffic, well, I don't know what you would call it, the, the space hoarders? The, the the road hoarders in uh, traffic stops. Chris, thanks very much. I hope you're listening. You don't have to be on the bumper, but a reasonable distance. You're stopped. Come on now. And take a look in your rear view mirror. Too often we have people blocking intersections because of that kind of stuff. And bad judgment. Alright, Jabin, Renee, you are up. We've got two lines available. 850-205-9352. 16 minutes after the hour. Check the weather and traffic and more next on The Morning Show.
3: WFLA UFLA. Reminds you that screaming can be a healthy release. Ah, I'm very So, what's the beef?
1: Mark Zuckerberg is out there saying he agrees with Bernie Sanders. There's just... There's just a point where people have too much money. This from the fifth richest guy in the world said no one deserves to have that. He said, I don't know what that line is. See, that's the whole problem, young man. It's not your place to judge what the line is. You have no right to even consider, to even think of imposing a line on somebody else.
4: How dare you? That man invented Facebook.
1: He's got the right to do whatever he wants in his own mind. Well, he he (laughs) certainly believes that. I mean, my gosh. I'm And I'm happy for him. He's going to donate 99% of the shares of Facebook to his charity, his charity. Of course, he's going to happily take the t- tax write-off, and it's limited each year to what he's going to give, probably for tax purposes. What? A- I'm going to the phone lines right now. It's your time, not mine. And, uh, Tim, stand by. Hold on. i got to do this in order. Renee's been waiting longer. Hi, Renee. Hi. What's the Did beef? We
7: remove the word "died" out of the dictionary. Everyone today passes away, passes on, transitions, but nobody dies. And I feel like a freak if I use the word "die." That's my beef.
1: <laughs> thank you, Renee. Um, just Thanks. for the record, uh, I die every day, in some form or fashion, on this program. There's a segment that dies all the time on this show. But uh, thank you very much, Jabin, How about you? What's the beef?
7: Hey, I just wanted to continue a uh, conversation. We got some traffic talk already this morning. Uh, last week I called about the merge lanes, and yep. then Sarah called a little bit after me and talked about the person that speeds up to go around everybody to merge. And so I just wanted to say I'm on my agreement agreeance with her that if you're using that merge lane to speed around, to get up front, then you're equally as much of a jerk as the person that rides the
0: bumper and doesn't let people in. With this one caveat I wanted to say, that when you have two lanes that are merging into one, sometimes you'll see 20 cars backed up in that one lane. And the whole idea is to have equally distribution in both lanes so then they can merge like a zipper. We're going to do it again. but uh, So, again, it takes courtesy on both sides. Don't speed up, but don't uh, everybody get into that one lane, sit there, and wait for the merge, lane to,
7: uh, merge to happen.
1: Thank you, Jabin. I appreciate it. I always like the people that merge onto a 70-mile-per-hour interstate at 40 miles an hour and and cause everybody to hit their brakes that's brutal all right now we go to tim hello tim thanks very much what's the beef
7: hey preston uh my beef today is that you know i drive into work listening to my favorite radio station on my terrestrial radio get Mm -hmm. to work where i can't get a reception so i go to my favorite you know streaming app which is america's home for podcasts as well and so i'm listening to the live radio until it gets to a commercial, and then I'm listening to commercials for businesses that are 200 miles away from me. So I know it's probably something to do with lawyers and payments, and they didn't pay for it or whatever it is, but it just really irritates me. Actually, that
1: it's I not. I can't
7: get
2: that.
1: Uh, hang on a second. David <laughs> Allen is here to explain. David?
2: Uh, first off, I want to know are you using the app from your phone, or are you uh, logged in on your computer? Uh, app from the phone. Okay. And I would check the location. Uh, Somehow, I would say that maybe the location is incorrect and you're picking up commercials from a, a different market because you should be getting local commercials.
7: I'll check on those. It might be might be that VPN setting, you know, because I don't like being tracked.
1: Yeah, and more than likely, the Will. VPN is originating from a different marketplace for you there, Tim. And the way our software works is they want you to hear commercials from where you are registered and where you're listening. And so if your VPN is in another location 200 miles away, you're going to get the right. commercials for that location.
7: All right. Well, if it works, I'll uh, I'll I'll owe David Allen uh, a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah, the <laughs> Lord's
2: chicken, it. and uh, it doesn't matter, Tim. I'm it's gonna track chicken. you. I'm gonna track you no matter where you're at. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thank you, Tim. One more caller. This is it, James. You are the final caller. What's the beef, Friday? What is your beef?
0: I am so tired
1: of listening to the national news and all they're talking about is Trump, 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 Trump. What Trump did, what Trump did, what Trump did. And it's even leading into the local news now. I'm ready for news. I'm ready for reporters and not repeaters. That's my beef. I I, I haven't mentioned Trump in, in my newscast yet.
6: <laughs> you're not the <laughs> national Huh? I said you're not national news
1: no but but you said it's even creeping into local and i I started to feel really nervous
6: no radio i'm talking about i'm sorry i'm talking
1: about television oh man well you should there's no news there anyway come on what are you thinking
2: you're right
1: there's no news hey thank you you, james i appreciate the phone call yeah i mean it's an ongoing endless attack
2: he has unreal
1: expectations (laughs) There's no national news. <laughs> the news is all. Yeah, he's right. It's it's attack Trump all the time. I mean, we did yesterday, uh, yesterday, the day before, 90, what was it? 89% of the stories on Ukraine are all Trump. Only 11% even mentioned Biden. Let's do some news. Come back with more. We still have good news. We got a good news story that you'll love coming up on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. I am fair. I am good.
3: I'm a happy example. Glenn is on. 9 to noon. I am stronger every day on WFLA.
1: Just a few minutes away from good news. Our good news segment on the morning show actually has some sound. We're going to let you in on the good news in a unique way so uh, don't don't leave us yet next Wednesday we were just talking about it in the break really excited next Wednesday we are going to talk about the Dan Markell murder case I've been following the testimony reading the transcript of the Q&A back and forth uh, what the defense attorneys are arguing what the prosecution is arguing I see the prosecution making a secondary case already for the arrest of Charlie Adelson and perhaps, uh, his mom, the mother of Wendy Adelson, the ex-wife of Dan Markel, Uh, Wendy's going to, going to be untouched by this to a large extent, but, uh, they're the Q and a, they are, they are, while they are busy making their case against Catherine Magbanua, they are making a case for an indictment of, uh, Charlie Adelson in this. And, uh, Boy, the testimony yesterday was damning. Um, And so next Wednesday in the 7 o'clock hour of Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, we're going to devote the hour to the uh, Dan Markell murder case. We'll talk to former state prosecutor Jeremy Mutz. He was interviewed along with uh, former state attorney Willie Meggs and the prosecutor, Georgia Kappelman, who is prosecuting the case. She an assistant state attorney. She's their lead prosecutor here in Leon County. I know Georgia. I mentioned to you I served on the Leon County Grand Jury for six months. Um, got to know everybody on the staff there. Well, Jeremy Mutz was on staff there. Um, had a bit of a falling out with the, uh, with the police department, or rather with the uh, state attorney's office, but is uh, in private practice. But he was interviewed about this case as well for the podcast that was produced by Wondery uh, called Over My Dead Body slash Tally. And so uh, Jeremy Mutz will join us for the full hour. We're going to talk about the evidence. We're going to talk about the testimony. We're going to talk about uh, some of his personal thoughts on the testimony that's already taken place, as well as audio and uh, video recordings. Uh, they were they were miking up things they they've got information and uh, it's very very damning to the Adelson family in my opinion after listening to the podcast um, there are just certain things you just can't talk your way out of
4: it's funny because somebody here in the building was saying something about it yesterday and they were like I just don't understand how they haven't put any indictments forward and the family and, the, and I said listen man I come from a family of lawyers if there's a case toward those folks and we all see it they're just building it they can't indict until they got the stuff in the bag
1: not just that and this is a case that, you know, this is something Willie Meg said repeatedly. Uh, his successor, Jack Campbell, has said. Georgia Kappelman has said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy Mutz will tell you. You get one shot. Yeah, right. You get one shot at capital murder.
4: Right. Or a murder you, conviction. If you indict too early until you've got the evidence in the bag and ready to fire, then the judge can throw stuff out before you even present it.
1: Well, and in this case, you've got two potential, three potential witnesses. Yeah. That
0: are un... Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4Patriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4Patriots.com slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. You know, one has
1: pled guilty, two are in trial right now. And if you gain a conviction of those two, all things are possible. But, I mean, we're hearing from ex-girlfriends. <laughs> we're hearing uh, of, of Charlie Adelson with damning testimony. Employees of his practice. 40-year employees of the practice. Ugh. Employees in good standing that are under oath. And so, Wednesday next week, woo. Can't wait, and then we'll take calls in the in the half hour. Dallas had a good idea. I think we'll open up the phone lines, take some calls in the half hour afterwards. Get your thoughts on it all. Yeah, and uh, and so that's something to look forward to. Appointment listening next Wednesday on the morning show, and the days before that. I mean, we try to put a good show together for you each and every day. Uh, we don't take days off. We just uh, some days are just gooder. <laughs> Forgive the bad English. When we come back, speaking of the word good, good news. Something to make you smile and warm your heart on The Morning Show with Preston Scott.
3: Morning Show with Preston Scott. You're mocking me, aren't you? Oh, no, 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 no. On News Radio 100.7, WFLA.
1: 41 minutes after the hour. Remember, if you ever have anything you want to share with me, you have a story that you think is worth a look at, maybe you have a comment you'd like to make, it's Preston at iHeartRadio.com. Again, that's Preston at iHeartRadio.com. It's as simple as that. Weigh in on the things you hear or things you want to hear. All right, it's uh, 42 minutes after the hour.
3: It's so important to make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. Make just one heart-to-heart you. You
4: sing to one.
1: This story just is cool for a lot of reasons. Emily Zamorka came to the United States years ago from Russia. She was a classically trained violinist living in Russia, she moved the United States 30 years ago, but never had the opportunity to pursue her career. Health problems caused financial problems. Financial problems got worse, and she ended up on the streets. Living on the streets, she eventually said, you know, not everybody does drugs and so forth. There are some good people out here. But she said, I did have my violin stolen. And so living out of a shopping cart and whatever she had, her possessions, she's been living on the streets for several years now. And, um, and she was at a subway platform in Los Angeles last week when a police officer heard something. And as he heard it, he rolled tape. He just kept recording. He posted it on the LAPD Twitter account and wrote, 4 million people call LA home, 4 million stories, 4 million voices. Sometimes you just have to stop and listen to one to hear something beautiful. That was the voice of Emily Samorca. It turns out she has a lovely soprano opera voice though has never been trained. Well, that led to Los Angeles Councilman Joe Basciano inviting her to sing at the grand opening of Little Italy in San Pedro. That'll happen tomorrow night. And as a result of that, Grammy-nominated music producer Joel Diamond drafted an offer letter to Zamorka in the hopes of creating a classical EDM crossover hit record. And so she has the opportunity to have a recording contract. Needless to say, when the officer that took the time to record the video and upload it came back to see her just a few days ago, She was overjoyed at how her life was changing. She said, my dream is being fulfilled. It's amazing. I I think those lines are beautiful. Sometimes you have to just stop and listen to one voice to hear something beautiful. And you know, the story here really is that everyone has a beautiful voice everyone expresses it differently and it's amazing what happens when we just sometimes stop to notice 46 minutes after the hour and that's good news on the morning show with Preston Scott
3: Morning show 180 brought to you by Prime Meridian Bank try my bank
1: All right. As if you can't follow good news with something just hilariously fun, oh, we're gonna do it here. I, I I shared this with David down the hallway because he's he's busy doing some work, and I didn't want to be robbed at this moment. And I shared this with uh, Dallas just a few minutes ago. I said, "You just need to be prepared." Did I oversell it, sir? No. I didn't oversell <laughs> it, did I?
4: No. <laughs> You have this not is, oversold.
1: I, I'm just. I. I told you earlier. I'm going to give you a second now. Everybody, get to Facebook Live right now, <laughs> because I'm going to put a photo up. I'm just going to hold this pho- <laughs> photo, and it's just breathtaking. It just is. <laughs> it is um, in Oregon. Police have a pretty good clue as to who broke into several vehicles in a neighborhood that was experiencing this problem. Uh, early Tuesday in Beaverton, a woman had purchased what's called an owl cam, an owl cam dashboard camera, and the second the car door opens, it starts recording. And, and. <laughs> and so if you're on the Facebook live feed here's the photo that came out of it <laughs> that that gives police a pretty good idea of who's breaking <laughs> Dallas said it's like one of those bad photos you get when you're on the roller coaster at Disney or Universal (laughs) and you look like a stooge. This guy is immortalized. I mean, this is so bad. When he goes to jail, he is going to beg for solitary because he will be mocked and ridiculed forever. Look at that face. The moment. He is captured, breaking into this woman's car. She said, look, she said, I, I, wanted, to, I, I wanted to have this. You know, it, it's, you set off an alarm. It scares him away. You kept your thing, but you don't have any proof of who did it. Well, I want to know, so that's why I got it. And so uh, the woman said, I, I just wanted to make sure I got a really good look at him, and I laughed so hard at the shock on his face when that light came on. It was priceless. I couldn't stop laughing. I played it over and over and over again. She said, that light comes on and it makes me laugh every single time. And so now, hopefully, you're laughing as well. <laughs> that guy's cue, amazing. Cue the 180. Yeah, there we go. Oh, i got to put it up one more time. There you go. There he is, breaking into her car. time for the morning show 180 look back at the radio program in 180 seconds or less There,
0: there. It is again. <laughs> that's what i'm looking back
1: on <laughs> that right there i don't even want to talk about the rest there's news they're attacking trump there it is they we we, we know this that's just too good that is just too good. Look up the story. There's the headline if you want to see it on the Fox News website. Oregon woman catches priceless moment when man breaks into car, is caught on camera. There's the moment. One more time. Look at that face. That is. That. Dallas <laughs> said, if you want a picture in the dictionary next to, oh, bleep, there it is. That's it. That's the picture. That's just too good. Monday on the program, Iris Schafell will join us. We'll preview FSU Clemson week. Do the Knowles have a chance of making it competitive? Do they have a chance of the unthinkable? Some people think that Clemson's close call at North Carolina was the worst thing that could happen to Florida State's chances, that they, they'll have their wake-up call by uh, having a close uh, one-point win. I don't know. Monday, also, we'll talk about the ALS Walk, which is coming on. We'll also talk about how okay became not okay. Okay? (laughs) And just because. This is what happens when you break into someone's car and you shouldn't be doing it and they have surveillance cameras set up. (laughs) Oh, man. I hope you have a great weekend, everybody. If you're a Rattler fan, go to Homecoming. If you're not, go to Homecoming. It's a great time. Go Rattlers! Have a great weekend.
0: Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over one hundred and fifty thousand Americans already trust Patriot power generators. Go right now to forpatriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash. On the right, that's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com, slash on the right.